Welcome friends to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Being intense, intuitive, and introverted. Hi, I'm Diane here with a talk about intensity and sensitivity, intuition, and being introverted. And how do they come together in a person, all in one person? It's remarkably interesting to be this way. This is how I am and how many of my clients are. So I wanna first start by unpacking what these three things mean in a practical, everyday kind of sense. I'm not talking about research and I'm not talking about diagnosis. I'm talking about like living it, right? So when you're an intense person or you're intensely sensitive, empathic maybe, you know, some people use that word, but I'm talking about a level of intensity where maybe if you could compare it to most people watching a black and white little TV and we're walking around in 3D surround sound cranked up. So noises are different, pitches of voice and sound have different effects. We feel our emotions very, very, very intensely. When I was little, my mother used to say, my bladder was too close to my eyes because I could feel sadness, existential sadness, mine and others, and I didn't know what to do with that. And so I would cry a lot because I could feel that, that depth, that deepness. That's what intensity is like. It's also intensity of mind. That's when like, I ask a ton of questions and I want to know things and I dive into things and learn, 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 learn. So there's lots of ways that intensity shows up. And it shows up in my physical activity too. Like I love to be active and I'm very competitive and I'm competing against myself. I'm competing against the clock. It doesn't really matter. There's an intensity about the experience. And so to be an intense person often means that we get misunderstood. Somebody might think, oh, they're overreacting or, oh, you're just being dramatic or, oh, you're just being, you know, um, attention seeking. No, 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 no. It's just a different way. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. Sometimes it feels worse because people don't understand. Uh, When I've had many experiences in my life where I was being focused and it was misinterpreted by others as anger. When it wasn't anger, it was focus. So it's important that we all begin to learn more and more and more how to appreciate that every single person has a different life experience. Neurodiversity is real. Being intense is real. And no two people are exactly the same in their intensity. So I can be highly intense and I can be intensely sensitive and so can you. And we're going to experience it differently and that's okay. Then we have being intuitive. Now intuition is the highest form of intelligence. I mean, Forbes magazine said that, right? And I believe it to be true anyway. I have been connected to my intuition since I was a very young girl. Now there've been times in my life where I hit it or try to, 
because I was made fun of. Or many of the boys I was been dated in high school and college, especially college, kept saying, you can see right through me, so let's just be friends. I had one person who wanted me to marry him and he was holding my hand and then he just yanked it away and said, oh, you can feel too deeply into him, is what he meant. And I hardly ever talked to him after that. He ran away. I didn't understand, but it's real. Intuition is real, and sometimes we just know things. I actually, when I was younger, in my teens and early 20s, thought everybody had the same gift I did. I didn't even know it was a gift, really. And I couldn't understand why they didn't use it. And I couldn't understand why people made fun of me for knowing things that others didn't know. And now I understand it. Now I understand it as the gift of the intuition that it is and that it's unique for all of us. I have lots of intuitive friends and all of us get it differently. For me, my intuition comes in through my right temple. I can feel a certain feeling there and I know that what's happening is some kind of message greater than my human physical experience. And it comes through and I begin to filter it and experience it and understand. And then through decades of practice and work and confirmation and verification, I've learned to understand how my intuition works. And for all of us, we want to learn how to do that. So just having the gift is one thing. Understanding and using it for your own good is a whole nother conversation. I've had clients before who would get an intuition and they think it was an immediate emergency and they would get really fearful or they would get upset or they would or they would freeze you know like I don't know what to do well intuition doesn't follow linear human two-dimensional time so I had to learn that the hard way I used to get these really great ideas and think they would happen by like the weekend or by lunch and sometimes it was a year two years five years before I started seeing the unfoldment of whatever I was seeing a long time before. So we have to understand and learn that intuition and the information that comes in spiritually does not come in in linear two-dimensional human time and it doesn't apply. So a gift in being able to use it is to be able to see how it interacts and they work together with our human selves. It's a really powerful tool that I use with my people that I work with and it also is a powerful tool I use in my own life. And I've also not listened to it and later wished I did. Then there's the part of being introverted. Most gifted and talented people are introverted. Now introverted often gets misinterpreted as being shy or being aloof or being distant or maybe even depressed. Introversion for me really means that I recharge my batteries on my own. That when I'm around too many people, because of my intuition and my intensity, I really need to like kind of get some distance in order to recharge. And so my intuition comes natural with those other two gifts, right? An extroverted person charges their batteries around other people. And sometimes I feel that not often. Usually when I'm around a lot of people, I like to um, be in the flow and then come off by myself to recharge my batteries. And that's good too, right? And so when COVID hit and it's like be home alone and it was me and my dog, I was happy because there was less taking from me, you know, because I can feel it when somebody wants my energy or is trying to take. 
I can feel it when you're angry even if you don't realize you are. I can feel it when something's going on with somebody even if they don't know it yet. I can feel what's happening around me in a way that is very intense and sometimes tricky. So, and a lot of people can. And so being introverted sometimes really pays off. It means we recharge by ourselves. Now, when you put all three of these together, and many, many, many gifted and talented people have all three of these, they are intensely sensitive in multiple ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, socially. They taste things differently. They can taste a gravy and know everything that's in it. They can smell a fragrance and tell you what all the notes are and be accurate and be correct. Some really intense gifted people can know the answers to very complex problems and not be able to tell you how they know it, but they're right. That's a form of intensity with intuition coming together. So all three of these things braid together to make even a more powerful, a more amazing life experience. It's remarkable. It also can be really tricky to navigate, right? Because uh, we're often misunderstood in the world. We live in a world that is meant for um, numbing your feelings, don't be so intense, be extroverted, and don't use your intuition, just follow the crowd. And if you're angry or you're you know, acting up, then that's okay. And that's the opposite of what my life experience is. And so like when I'm working with my clients, I have a skill to deeply listen, meaning I'm listening spiritually, I'm listening emotionally, physically, humanly, to all the different levels, to what's being said and what isn't being said, so that I can support them in the highest and best way to bring their inner vision, their heart's calling out into the world. Because often what gets us stuck is we're not able ourselves to see in and see where the jam up is or where we're stuck or where to turn next and so we get confused. And a lot of times confusion for a gifted, intense, sensitive, intuitive person, confusion sometimes is the biggest roadblock. Stops us dead in our tracks. I don't know what to do. I'm not sure how to handle it. I'm supposed to know what to do because I'm gifted and so therefore I stop. And I don't want you to do that anymore. I want you to realize that confusion is not a good idea. Speak up, raise your hand, get someone in your corner to say, oh, this is what you mean. This is how it is. Because the moment you start talking and processing and sharing, another person who's intense and intuitive and introverted and gifted is able to help you by asking good questions, by listening, not telling you what to do, but asking good questions so you can discern what's best for you and how it should look and how you want it to look. Because here's what happens. You take the first step and the universe comes right in and gives you feedback. Either it's feedback that says keep on going or it's feedback that says make an adjustment. Either way, you have your feedback. So doing nothing stops us dead in the water. Letting confusion take over makes the intensity feel worse. So it's very important if you're an intensely sensitive person to really learn some of these basic skills on how to manage it and how to make friends with that part of you and stand in your authority with it, stand up straighter, be that person who says, yes, this is who I am and it's valid and it's good and it works because it takes all of us to make the world harmonize, right? Now I have a lot of extroverted friends 
and they're really glad that I'm a grounded, introverted person. Me, I like having extroverted friends because it helps bring me out a little bit of my more intense, introverted self. Because for most of the people I know, we don't talk about the, the weather so much unless there's an event going on. We don't talk about small talk. It's not just chit chat. The conversation, the, the engagement has a deeper level. And there's nothing wrong with chit chat and that more superficial conversation. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with being really intense. It's just different. And so when we realize that there's variance and there's difference and it's valuable, we can take our intense selves and our intuitive selves and our introverted selves and we can begin to say all of these forms of intelligence come together in each person in a perfect harmony. And they're meant to be different and varied in each one of us because it's like a huge big jigsaw puzzle. We all have our own piece to play. We all have our own way we are here to do the world. And so if you know that you are intense and you're trying to pretend like you're not, or you're denying your intuition or going so far out there into it that you miss the human experience, which some people do, then your piece of the puzzle has a weird color to it. It doesn't quite fit because we, our colors are good and, and we fit when we are allowing our authentic real self to show up in a real and meaningful way. So if you're intense, and if you have a lot of intuition, and if you're an introvert, I'm glad you're one of my people, right? And if you don't understand it, then that's okay too, because we are all in this beautiful experience of life meant to bring who we are fully present. Many times I've meditated over the many years I've worked on myself and healed a lot of old trauma and done these things and realized that the more I step in to my intuitive gift and realize it's intelligence, it's not woo-woo, the more I step into the intensely sensitive part of me, like the goosebumps I'm getting right now, the more I step into that, the more powerful, more authentic, and more amazing my life is. My life is here and my world is about serving, inspiring, educating myself and others to be happy and fulfilled, not filled full, but fulfilled, and living a life beyond their wildest dreams because they said yes to their heart's desire. I've said yes to my heart's desire and, and I know you are too or you wouldn't be watching me, right? And so why don't we all just say, okay, if you're intense and intuitive and introverted, good for us, right? And if you're extroverted, good for you too, good for all of us. The key is know who you are and live that. Trying to live somebody else's dream doesn't work. Trying to be what you're not just causes pain. And I think we've all had enough pain and craziness. And as COVID time and staying home time starts to end a little bit for people, I'm noticing that a lot of people around me are experiencing even more kind of fear and trepidation, if you will, about what to do next. Transitions are difficult sometimes. Understanding what the best choices and discernment are difficult sometimes. 
That's why we usually need to have somebody in our lives. I have an inner circle of people in my life that I kind of go over things with and process things with of how am I going to do what I'm going to do next? What's going to happen with my business? How is this podcast going to shift or change or is it? How am I personally going to go out into the world? Is it different or new or what? So all of these things are meant to be fluid. We're meant to be able to go as we are intuitively led from the inside out. Because the truth is this, whether you believe it or not, you know better than anyone else about you and your life and your body and your mission and your vision. So when somebody tries to tell you, let's play devil's advocate, understand they might love you and care about you, but they're puking their fear on you. Yeah. So when you tell me what you want to do with your life, I say, let's do it. Let's go. Because here's what I know. The universe will tell you whether it's a good idea or not. It's not up to me. It's up to me to support you. It's up to me to ask you really discerning questions and help you ask those discerning questions to you. So the value in being highly intuitive and highly intense elevates that ability to see and discern questions and ways of looking at things in a fluid manner that serves everyone, including you, including me, the whole world. So being this way, I guess is interesting. I've been called every name in the book from a voodoo witch priestess to shy, to aloof, to angry. I've been called all kinds of things. But the truth is that I was born this way with a mission and a, person and a passion to inspire people and to bring out my authentic self. And it's been a rough, messy ride sometimes. There's that glory of the highs, like being on a roller coaster, and then there are those lows. Oh my word, the dark night of the soul more than once. And so I realized I had to release and let go of everything I thought I was, all the messages from society about what I was supposed to be and be me. So I wanna encourage you to go within and connect to that real you and be that with love and kindness and compassion and gratitude for who you are. Because it's in those moments, it's in stepping into that, that you're fulfilled, you're happy, joy is your natural state, and you get to have a really great life. Because the world is a little bit wonky right now, and there's a lot of people who are running around scared to death, and that's because they've lost their grounding in their faith and they've lost their grounding in love. So when you're afraid, ground yourself in love and in faith first. Then decide where you're gonna go from there, right? Use your gifts to serve yourself and others. Let your gifts show up. So playing small, hanging out in the cheap seats, doesn't work. What works best is being you with all of your glory, really. Now that does not mean all this acting out crazy high drama or the people that say, I'm just telling my, tr my truth and they're all angry. That's not truth, that's puking anger. So there's a difference between the egoic mind, um, anger, control, frustration, narcissism, and the aligned spirit, heart, 
and intellect working together as a harmonious whole. Big difference. So when you take that pompous, arrogant way and you stand up and you start doing this, you're not aligned. People who are aligned don't need to do that. They can stand their ground firmly, precisely, with love and compassion. They don't have to scream and yell and raise cane and push on others. That doesn't mean they're a doormat either. It means it's not required in order to get my point across. So there's so many things we can learn and there's so many facets to it all that I could go on for days and days and days, which I'm not going to. The point is learn about who you are. Always be learning. Pay attention. Embrace your inner awareness, your quirkiness. As one of my clients says, she lets her freak flag um, fly, which I just think is a great line. And use your special glasses for how you see the world. Use those to benefit you and others, okay? So if you're intense and you're intensely sensitive, congratulations, you've been given a great gift. Now make friends with it and use it for your betterment. If you're intuitive in any way, congratulations. Connect to that intuition, verify, confirm it, use it, remembering that it's not linear. It's not bound by time. And if you're an introvert in this extroverted world, embrace your inner introvert self. Allow your quiet strength to be that grounding force wherever you are, in the family, at work, or out in the world. Because each one of these things is a unique and special gift. And if you're an extrovert or you're somebody listening to me and you're going, I'm the opposite of all that, embrace those people in your life who are these things because they are bringing you a unique set of goodness and power and strength and authenticity that will marry with your extroversion perfectly. Because we're all meant to work together in this great jigsaw puzzle of life. So shall we all live the way we're meant to live, have fun, and remember that life is messy and it's totally okay. You're gonna mess it up, it's totally okay, and we're gonna do grand things and it's still totally okay. So embrace yourself, love yourself, make friends with who you are, release the labels that hold you down and embrace the labels that support you. And from my heart to your heart, thank you for listening, thank you for watching, and I am so glad you are in my life. I will see you in the next episode of Someone Gets Me, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.